We have a crazy week ahead of us. Here's what we have. We have the presidential election with Joe Biden leading in the polls and the markets even hinting at a changing of the guard. We have monetary policy. We should hear from Chairman Powell as to where the U.S. plans are going with their monetary policy, interest rates, etc. We have more earnings reports from not as big companies, but still relatively important. We have some economic data coming out, including non-farm payrolls, ISM PMI surveys, and we have the jobless claims again, right? Every week we get some kind of jobless claims number. All right, so we have a really crazy week ahead of us. Uh, the election obviously being center stage, but surrounded with the election, we have all these other moving uh, moving pieces. So this week is a powder keg for the markets, both the financial markets, real estate markets, whatever you do. If you do Forex, right, this week is a powder keg for our entire country as a whole. But in this episode, I'm going to tell you why Apple will win the war of the major tech companies. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So this week, or last week, Apple had a decent earnings report. I mean, they beat all of the analyst expectations but they didn't live up to the hype. Whenever you, whenever we have tech companies report their earnings, especially now, given the first two quarters, people are really looking forward to seeing some kind of blowout numbers for the tech company to give them excitement and to bring them out of the doom and gloom of this coronavirus and this pandemic's effect on the market and the economy. But unfortunately, Apple... Um, their phone sales, their iPhone sales were down 21%. Now, that that scared a lot of investors. A lot of investors took to selling Apple, and it actually sold off, right? Normally, when you see earnings, you're expecting the company's uh, stock price to go up. But if even if you beat expectations, investors and analysts, if they're not as excited as they were when they first started buying the stock going into earnings, they will be inclined to sell if they have some fear of anything happening in the future. So iPhone sales were obviously down 21%, and that scared a lot of people. But for me, and again, I'm a Samsung user. I have an Android. I do not have an Apple. But I love when people can do things successfully, right? I love smart business, right? For me, Apple is one of the companies that are out there that do business very, very intelligently. They can do the same thing as everybody else, but they have a spin on it that, again, makes this cult-like collection of people. iPhone users are a cult, right? For some reason, they, they feel like their features... Even though it has been proven that the uh, iPhone features are not as advanced as, let's say, the Android in some demographics in some areas, an iPhone user takes their features and their product to heart. 
And that is a special, special way to build a business, right? To capture the heart of the product users. Now, something I saw, thought was really cool iPhones made up a large percentage, I believe it was three fourths of the company's um, well, revenue. They made up about three fourths of the company's revenue from one product. Yes, that can be good for some companies, but not if you want to be as big as Apple wants to be, right? You can't have a one trick because something like this can happen where the pandemic hits and suddenly people aren't buying your phones because they don't have the excess money to upgrade or say something's wrong with your phone, like the Galaxy Note was exploding. I believe the 8 was exploding on people, so they had to cancel it. You don't want to have that one trick pony where something happens and you lose three-fourths of your revenue. So what is Apple trying to do that a lot of people don't see? Apple is trying to balance out their way of making profit. They're boosting their services sector. They're adding a bunch of different cool subscription-type products and services to the Apple family, right? That's what we'll call the Apple family, right? They're making a transition, and I think it's a very brilliant move. And CEO Tim Cook said on the earnings call, he said on the services side, We have customers coming to us asking for easier ways to buy all of our services, and we wanted to provide that. Now, that's CEO Tim Cook. The services sector of their business is up 16%. So even though iPhone sales dropped 21%, the services sector went up 16%. So what does that mean? Their services are top-notch. Apple Music is top-notch. Apple TV does not get a lot of credit. Because it's not Netflix. And unfortunately, when you're going to streaming, Netflix is the the bar, right? Netflix is the standard. Anything that is compared to Netflix will pale in comparison, except for Disney Plus as of recently. But Apple TV, they're trying to make Apple TV more viable, right? They're trying to give it more products for their for their end consumer so they don't have to leave Apple to get streaming. Like Amazon, Amazon's trying to invade our homes with the you know Am- the Echo and things like that. They want to make sure that when you come to Amazon, you can get music, you can get video, you can get your products. Apple's trying to do the same thing, and it's no wonder they're one of just two, two or three, yeah, one of two trillion dollar companies, right? Trillion dollar companies. So if you didn't hear on Friday, they they released the Apple One. Now, there are over 1 billion iPhone users worldwide, right? There are 7 billion people on the planet. 1 billion of those 7 have an iPhone. That's that's what's been recorded anyway. There's probably more. Now, the Apple One bundles a bunch of their different services. So remember I said before, they're trying to boost their service sector. The more people they can have engage across these different platforms, the more uh, integrated their ser- their services will be with their user base. So imagine 1 billion iPhone users suddenly deciding to stream their music, their music, their fitness, their gaming all through Apple. What is that going to do to Apple's market share in those areas in addition to their profit and also challenging the competition, right? Making the competition have to either lower prices or find some way to strike a deal with Apple. We recently saw um, Fortnite producer Epic Games. 
they're in a, the middle of a lawsuit with Apple because they didn't want to pay the 30%. Guess what? Everybody else, including Google, another tech giant, including Google, has to pay Apple a cut. Why? Remember what I said before? Apple has a cult-like following. So if you want access to Apple, you got to pay your cut. So Apple is now trying to consolidate all these services into Apple One. So the way it breaks down, the individual package, you pay about $15 a month, $14.95. That allows you to save $6 across these uh, services, Apple TV Plus, which, by the way, Apple TV has the show Ted Lasso, which I absolutely love. I'm like um, on the edge of my seat waiting for the next episode. It is hilarious. It's compelling. I really love it. Anyway, so with individual, you can get Apple TV Plus. You can get Apple Music, which, again, Apple Music has just a, a crazy array of music that you can both listen to, download onto your phone and listen to on the cloud. Apple Music right now is $14 a month. This individual package is $15 a month, right? So you can see where the savings are starting to come in handy. And also Apple Arcade. And you also get some iCloud storage as well, 50 gigabyte storage. Now, the family package is $19.95 a month or $20. You save $8 across all the services. And it's the same four services except for now you get 200 gigabytes of iCloud storage. And the Premiere is $30 a month. You save $25 with the Premiere. You get everything, including two terabytes of storage. And you also get the Apple Fitness Plus. Now, my fitness podcast, Revolutionized Fitness, Fitness in 22nd Century, I talked about Apple Fitness Plus, how their impact is going to be on the fitness industry. Right? If, you, if Apple somehow takes a hold of the fitness industry market share, I mean... Where would you want to go besides Apple? If you can get your fitness, your streaming, your phone, you can get, um, you know, the, uh, was it the HomePod, right? In-house service assistant. If you can get everything through Apple, including your fitness, why would you go anywhere else? And by making a subscription, they're allowing their uh, 1 billion user base to get access to all of these. So, I mean, Apple wants all wants it all for its users, right? They want everything. A cool new feature I actually saw with the iPhone 12 too was um, the iPhone can actually tell blind users where people are in relation to them and how far they are, which I guess they rolled it out particularly for the social distancing, right? To help blind people social distance better because it'll give them an indication of how far people are, but also if people are moving closer to them and farther away from them, and again, how widely used this feature is going to be, who knows? But it's it only plays into the idea that the Apple family, the Apple business, just wants to give you whatever it is they feel like you want, right? And CEO even said it. Customers were asking for a way to buy all their services. So what did he do? He rolled out a subscription package. It almost seems like Apple's listening to you. Now, people don't like that they have to buy the wall plug for the new iPhone to charge their phone. They don't like that they have to buy headphones separate. That you know, a lot of iPhone stuff is very selective. It's very um, unique to the iPhone. It's not very cross. You can't really cross platform against other different brands. 
But I think that was all intentional, right? Apple wants you to be in it for Apple, right? You buy Apple, you wear Apple, you listen to Apple, you work out Apple, and you watch Apple. So it's no uh, coincidence and it's no question. I really think Apple will win the tech wars. As much as people rely on Amazon, there's no Amazon cult. There's no Amazon cult. People want Amazon slowed down or broken up or held accountable. People want Jeff Bezos to pay more in taxes. People see Amazon as a threat. People see Apple as a delicious fruit that they just want to bring home with them and put in their car and put in their phone and put on their TV and on their iPad. People love Apple. And at the end of the day, when the dust settles, when we're talking about the largest companies in the world, I believe Apple will be the largest tech company on the planet because they have a customer buy-in that digs a lot deeper than just their pockets. Hey, it's Alex Cunningham here, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. You can subscribe, if you haven't already, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also write me personally on Instagram or message the Facebook page at Market Adventures Podcast. I'd love it if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Music, and I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Market Adventures Podcast. Podcast.